talking about Fury from 3121, recorded between 2005-2006 at Paisley Park or at 3121 uh, and Taylor Road in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one is quite sure. Uh, released <laughs> on the 21st of March 2006 uh, and then later on released as a single on the 22nd of May 2006. On the track, uh, it is Just Prince. Uh, and joining me to talk about today is Stephen G. Forward. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Darren. For like a genre... Um, I don't know. We have this kind of keyboard hook mm-hmm. um, that kind of is the basis of the song, which has this little kind of key, like guitar riff at the end. Mm-hmm. So you have kind of the keyboard that turns into the guitar. So I don't know. For me, I would say it's a um, I don't know. I want to I want to say kind of like a pop rock kind of ballad. Uh, but I don't know. It's it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? Because, yeah, it is. you know, the, the subject a- matter kind of is not really that of a ballad. But at the same time, it has this this kind of structure that feels like. Um, you know, Prince is kind of doing like a rock ballad type thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, in past episodes, you've you've mentioned the Prince genre, and I actually feel like yeah, this is a, the Prince genre. It's a poppy, um, straight ahead, no, um, not very complicated kind of song, particularly the recorded version. So it's it's yeah. a Prince genre pop song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think the thing is he's melding a couple of different things together, and that's what you kind of just end up with. Uh, you know, it just being a Prince thing, don't you? You know, in particular, like I say, like the subject matter of it. I don't like to kind of go too autobiographical with Prince when it comes to certain songs, but um, you know, this is around the time where he was living in Los Angeles and his second wife was living in Toronto. And so that kind of separation, I don't know if it's playing into Prince's mind as he records the song, um, but I don't know, the, like the kind of the, the, the hook of the, the song is the, you know, the ain't no fury like a woman scorned. And, you know, I don't know if Prince is talking about something personally there um, or if this is just something in general, because obviously, you know, that's a well-known phrase. Um, most people kind of, I don't know, they center on the kind of woman scorned part of it rather than the fury part of it. So it's interesting that Prince picked that as the title rather than uh, than calling this like a woman scorned or something. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I, I, I find it interesting that it like it feels like Prince is, uh, I don't know, relating some kind of heartbreak to us, but uh, doing it in a, a kind of upbeat um, kind of way where he's, I don't know, it feels like he's trying to shift the blame onto the person who's been scorned rather than, you know, the person doing the scorning. It's always a bit uh, difficult, troubling to place a song on Prince the person versus Prince the performer. Prince the performer is a whole different animal to me, and I think that they do intersect at times, and I think, you know, given um, geography, placement, all of this, when the song comes out, yeah, it could be about um, Tessalini, is that her last name? Yeah. Um, Manuela Testolini, Testolini, and but there are things like it's like um, there's a line in the song. I think I've mentioned it to a friend of mine before. It's like I've heard, you know, you must have heard he got another band. They're making money. They're making plans. You feel left out, but you need to understand. We're on the street. He's still your man. Okay, it's a little vague because um, she was never a part of the band. <laughs> she was just the wife. Um, 
and you know vanity part two in terms of how she looks and you know it's hard because I, I paid so little attention to Prince during this period that when I first heard the song on um, Saturday Night Live, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Oh, it's not going to sound like this on the record because Prince is so much more uh, larger on stage than sometimes he is on record. And also when Prince is by himself in the studio, at times the songs don't sound as dynamic than when he's playing with a band. And so, um, yeah, it's hard to say who he's talking about in this, you know, or if it's just a fictional character or... Because Prince, you know... Prince is usually the person who's heartbroken as opposed to the one who's actually doing the um, the hurting, you know, or he's, you know, so I don't know. Every now and then he's the villain, but for the most part, he's the one whose heart's been broken. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, kind of from the opening line, I do like this, you know, you must have heard it on the news this morning. Congratulations, new star is born. It's like, I, it's kind of weird because it's like I've never heard Prince kind of be sarcastic. But it sounds like those opening lines are a little bit sarcastic with this congratulations, <laughs> new star is born. It's like, oh, yeah, you've broken up with this person who's like famous or something. And that is how you've made your fame. And I don't know. It, that feels like a very kind of like um, early 2000s commentary on, um, you know, the kind of tabloid culture and people getting famous for kind of doing nothing apart from, you know, breaking up with someone and kind of that being the thing that puts them in the, the spotlight. Um, like he says, you know, the sun to his shadow rose to a thorn. It's like, it's, it's like that, that doesn't sound like complimentary stuff. That's not sound complimentary. And given the fact that he met Manuela while he was still married and how their uh, how the, his first marriage ended. I mean, I'm kind of OK, Prince, you know, you kind of left was it uh, Mike in a house in Spain somewhere. And then that, she finds out you're you're she's getting divorced from you through the paper so this is kind of odd you know what i mean it's an it's weird when you can't i think sometimes there's like a i don't know if i want to call it a lack of self-awareness but i think occasionally some artists will write something and they don't realize they're commenting about themselves and you know so it may that just may be the case here yeah, where you know idea. prince is yeah prince is saying you know a new star is born because they've broken up with someone famous but at the same time <laughs> you know he's he's someone who's kind of put someone in that situation themselves mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know i mean I, I kind of i kind of i mean i, I like that kind of um keyboard hook the the kind mm -hmm. of keyboard which has that little kind of the little kind of guitar um i don't know what to call it it's like a little kind of strum at the end of, of the hook mm -hmm. um, and i think that's quite catchy and like you say i mean there's a couple of live performances of this i mean this kind of came to my attention when i saw the brit awards right um mm -hmm. over here and um, prince was doing a few songs and you know this was one of the songs he did um, and I think he had Wendy and Lisa with him, mm -hmm. um, and even Sheila E. I think Sheila um, was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, during that performance, and they did they did a few songs. They did uh, Tiamo Corazon and, and Fury, and then they went into uh, Purple Rain and Let's Go Crazy. Right. Um, and like that kind of that kind of performance, uh, it does kind of like you say, like the song is a lot more kind of lively when Prince does it. Um, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it's live. a lot more air and a lot more like emotion. I think you know. Yeah, the the kind of the, like we say, it's just Prince on this, so the the kind of the version that's on the record does seem a little flatter. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's still a great you know, it's still a great production, but it just doesn't seem to have as much life as when he's kind of doing it live, and also the kind of interaction between him and the band, right? And you know, certain lines he'll kind of deliver, and uh, you know, they'll be they'll be kind of towards the band, or they'll be towards the audience, and mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like he's kind of like particularly when he's saying stuff like you know. Uh, who's the guilty one when there ain't no judge or jury? You know, like mm -hmm. I, lo I love that kind of like little bridge thing that he does there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and and when he's like, you know, shadow to the sun, let's do the one. Hell ain't got no 
fury yes. and then he goes into the guitar solo and it's i think it's it's you know it's one of the better solos on this album i think i know um, i think it's amazing and the saturday night live version yeah. he actually does a really great solo in the song but to, and at the end of the song and it's interesting what you mentioned about him sort of speaking or you know performing for the audience and the band and it's also the women you know i have to like put those women aside the twins and tamar who give like a very energetic performance and so they're kind of playing the part of the woman who's a star is born, but also they're also um, party to princes. You know, they're also interpreting his line. So it's interesting to watch them. They're very, it's a very dynamic performance. Um, and I like that. And I felt kind of sad when I heard the original, <laughs> the recorded version, the studio <laughs> version, because it was so, as you say, flat. It wasn't as dynamic. And so. I mean, I, st I still kind of like, as we get, as you get towards the end of the song where Prince has this, this kind of question where he's like, will this song have a happy ending? Will this heart need a mending? Mm -hmm. What's the name? Only she knows. Only the woman knows. Only she knows. <laughs> it's kind of like. Yeah, and it's confusing. Yeah. I, I, I think I've given up on trying to interpret Prince's lyrics overall. <laughs> like, I know what I feel like they mean, but I'm like, who knows what this means? This, in a lot of ways, it doesn't. It's, it's a bit too obscure for me, you know? But yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. At the end, when he says, you know, two sides to every story, one man's gloom, another man's glory. Um, I, guess, I guess, I don't know, like, if someone's broken up, then obviously the, that per the next person that person gets with. You know, even though they've broke one person's heart, they're obviously going to be, you know, the next person's glory. And uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, I guess that's that, that's kind of like a hopeful way of looking at things. You know, like mm. uh, even though Prince has divorced someone, maybe the next time they get married, they'll be a lot happier. That'll be Eric Benet. She marries Eric Benet so, and has <laughs> yeah. children. So, yeah, the singer Eric Benet. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. Kind of like the idea that's behind this song, you know, like Prince. Um, and I, I mean, I think the phrase, obviously, you know, a, you know, a woman scorned is, is is kind of well known, and I like when Prince mm -hmm. kind of reinterprets mm -hmm. kind of common phrases yeah. and takes them and tries to do something a little bit different. Yeah, um, yeah, you know. I and, agree and so that. I. I kind of like the application here. And even when he says, you know, a queen got no king. Mm -hmm. I, I always find it funny when Prince like refers to queens and kings in songs because, you know, he's always stated, you know, you've got to be prince before you're king anyway. So it's like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of like the I, I always find it a little funny because I'm always I always want him to just then go. But, you know, this person can't be a king because they haven't been a prince. And, you know, like it, uh, that's always in the back of my mind whenever he <laughs> talks about queens and kings. It's just this idea that. Um, you know, obviously his name kind of puts him in royalty all the time anyway, doesn't it? So, uh, you know, whenever, whenever he talks about royalty, it always just amuses me a little bit. It amuses me because of the context as well with Michael Jackson being the king of pop and the king of rock and roll and all these other folks. And then you got to be a prince before you're king anyway. And I, I rolled my eyes at hierarchy and royalty. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm a little bored with it. Like, oh, my, my beautiful prince, my beautiful queen. I was like, well, if you can see a queen, you probably can't see a person. So yeah. um, I'm not as, um, as eh about it. And yeah, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I would say for me, uh, this is probably, um, I mean, I, you know, anytime I see it live, it's probably a five out of five. Um, so I would say probably the record version, I don't know, maybe three and a half, edging up to a four out of five. Um, mm. I, I mean, I, I think the guitar stuff is the thing that saves it for me, you know, like the solo. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I like that kind of little guitar bit at the end of the, the kind of the main hook. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it is it is a bit kind of keyboardy. Uh, you know, if you're not a fan of kind of like the the kind of keyboard sound that Prince went for in the kind of early 2000s, that muted uh, kind I'm of not, keyboardy, yeah, yeah, which I'm not like a huge fan of. But I still I still kind of I like the way he's singing stuff. You know, there's certain lines that he delivers in this track that I really enjoy. You know, the studio or the live version, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and and I I really enjoy all the guitar stuff. So I'd say you know like a I, I mean I'd stick with the solid four out of five from me. Well, yeah, I I'm. 
pretty much in agreement. I would say three for the studio version, the two live versions that I've seen, I'll give them four or five. Yeah. Because they were just really just animated so much more passion, so much more, you know, the song comes alive in performance. And so, yeah. And, uh, the, you know, the, the single itself did OK. Um, you know, it was it was kind of um, it was released in the Europe and, uh, and over here. And I mm. mean, it didn't really chart over here and uh, it did OK, you know, in like the Netherlands. It got to number 12. I don't I, you know. I, I always wow. find it really weird <laughs> when there's like, yeah, there's like a country that embraces one song. I always find that kind of strange. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I, this basically was kind of like the, you know, the end of Prince's kind of promotion of 31 21 and you know he was getting ready to move on to uh, onto planet earth mm-hmm. um so you know he did he did a couple of performances of it like we say you know he did saturday night live uh, was kind of the first live performance of it he performed it a little bit throughout 2006 mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then after 2006 he didn't perform it again which now i don't know if that's related to the fact that you know he like after his divorce there were a few songs that maybe reminded him of his wife that he kind of moved on from mm-hmm. or if it was just you know he had a new album out and he was more about promoting that new album uh, but either way, you know, he kind of stopped performing it after 2006. He seems selectively, there'll be songs he never plays from albums or he'll play a snippet from it. And then there are songs he never plays again after that album's period is over, which I find. Yeah. yeah so that seems to be, you know, his way. I, yeah. There were a handful of songs from 3121 that he played through most of 2006 and then kind of dropped them after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, at this point, he's got more than 400 songs to pick from. So <laughs> there's only yeah. so many songs he can play. Yeah, release them. I'm sure. Not even like, you know, not yeah. the unreleased stuff. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, if Prince if Prince could, he would have played like, you know, 12 hour concerts where he played a couple of hundred songs. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, you know, he, he didn't he didn't do that, you know. Uh, so, yeah, he kind of had to make a choice. And I'm guessing, you know, after mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the thing is, as well, once Prince had a couple of like recorded versions of the song live, he did seem to kind of, you know, kind of shy away from them performing those songs again, mm-hmm. uh, almost as if to say, well, you know, I've done it live on TV. A couple of million people have seen it. You know, if you want to watch it again, go find that. Don't uh, you know, I don't need to keep playing it all the time for uh, you. And I think she um, said it once around the si- time, the sign of the times came out. And she's like, we want to play the new stuff. We don't want to pay, play the stuff we've already played, you know? Um, yeah. And I thought about it. I was like, yeah, that, pro- that seems to be kind of what he does, you know, given his concerts and, and television appearances and whatnot. So, I mean, he never wanted to be a nostalgia act. And I, th- I think, you know, that's what kind of um, kept mm-hmm. him interesting was the fact that he always wanted to kind of be performing the new stuff and, you know, moving on. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, you know, I feel like we said about as much as anyone's going to say about Fury. So much uh, as we can. To, yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to let's go to the plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Stephen? I am plugging the Nomadic Archivist Project, which is a archival consultancy company that I founded with a good friend of mine, Miranda Mims. And right now we are in our midst of our first project, wrapping up our first project, the Black Podcast Archive, where we are collecting black podcasts of a social justice nature. And these pro- these podcasts will be deposited at the Auburn Avenue Research Library on African American Culture and History at the Atlanta Fulton Public Library in 2019 or July 2019. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. So you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Trap by Track at gmail.com. Thanks, Ms. Wolf, for being my guest here, Stephen. Oh, thank you very much. And otherwise. Good